to Apostates Anonymous, the show you turn to when you're no longer a heretic. I'm your host, Matthew J. DiStefano, and for the next hour, I'll be your Sherpa to nowhere in particular. Nowhere in particular. What's good, everyone? Here for another episode of Apostates Anonymous. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, getting on this grind with me. Uh, Really appreciate everyone listening. Really appreciate those who support me on social media and on Patreon. If you want to be one of those supporters, head on over to patreon.com slash mjdistefano. The link is in the show notes on Anchor. I know it doesn't pop up on uh, on Apple Podcasts, but if you go to patreon.com slash mjdistefano, I would appreciate if like one or two of y'all listening to this who haven't done so yet, but who have been meaning to, um, that'd be fantastic. It's important to support content creators. And if you're not going to support me, like go support someone else. Uh, I think if we're getting free media, if we're getting uh, free this and that from a bunch of people, at least, at least support one of them. If we all did that, um, content creators would be able to, uh, to put out more content and that's what the world needs. So, uh, go on and do that. Would you, would you do that for me, please? Um, appreciate everyone who does. And, uh, I just appreciate everyone who, uh, has been reaching out, uh, recently. I've been, I've been having a hard time on, um, social media lately. I've been getting it from a lot of people. Everyone chimes in with a goddamn opinion. Um, people I don't know, it seems like uh, there's a Mew Without You lyric about um, those who don't know talk and those who talk don't know. And it seems to be the case. Uh, if, if you if you share something on Facebook or on Twitter or anywhere, I guess, um, personal stuff, this and that, uh, it seems like the people who you don't have a relationship with seem to have the biggest opinion on what to do or the people who have not gotten hate. They're just like, Hey man, just ignore the haters. It's like, okay, I I get what you're saying, but don't like, I, I trust me. (laughs) I ignore 99% of the stuff, but it doesn't mean you can ignore something and still have it affect you. Trust me. I do not respond to 99.9% of comments on Patheos. Spam gets marked as spam and deleted. People get blocked on Patheos uh, on the uh, comment section all the time. I don't allow everything to to go through on there. Um, It's not an echo chamber, but there's a lot of hate speech. There's a lot of bigotry. And um, I don't allow that on my page, which is uh, one reason I was frustrated this week is as I had someone who went on a Twitter rant and I was going to talk about cancel culture, and I am going to talk about it today. Um, but this person, like, legit tried to get me canceled. It was, uh, I, I'm not going to say it was funny, but it was a futile attempt to, like, they went on a Twitter storm uh, tagging Patheos, Patheos Progressive, tagging myself, uh, that I tolerate and endorse bigotry. I think he called my friends on Facebook rapists. Reported it to Twitter. Twitter didn't do anything. They said it was fine. I mean, they let the president commit hate speech for like four years until they finally blocked him. So I'm not surprised. Um, but it was just like one of these things where it was like I was face to face with someone who was liter- legit trying to get me canceled because 
I someone laughed at one of his comments um, or their comments because he's non-binary and and I guess uh, that person who reacted to their comment didn't get blocked on my page. It was really bizarre. Like there was this whole tirade about how we're a bunch of bigots and all this and that. So it was just, it was interesting to to come face to face with someone who does legit want to get you canceled. Even though I, I take the stance that cancel culture is, while it's bad and there are extreme cases of it, like I don't think it's to the effect that some people think it is. And it's like one of these buzzwords that anytime someone gets fired, anytime someone um, isn't allowed to use a certain platform because of what they're saying, like it's automatic cancel culture. That's what cancel culture does. And it's like, hold on, I think we're using this term out of turn. Uh, we're kind of using it like scapegoating, like anytime you get critiqued, oh, I'm being scapegoated. Or anytime someone asks a legit question, oh, you're gaslighting me. It's like, hold on, not. I know you might have just learned this word, but you're. I don't. I don't think you're using it correctly. Not every firing is a cancel culture thing. Like some people legit deserved to be fired for shit. That doesn't mean they're they're um, succumbing to cancel culture. What cancel culture is, the way I understand it, is when you say something or do something or have done something in the past 10, 15 years even. And you get blackballed across the board. And you have to have this belief 100%, this belief 100%, or you're going to get canceled. Um, some people do take it too far where, like this person who wanted to get me canceled because they thought I tolerated bigotry. They didn't ask any questions about it. I legit was like, hey, I don't think I'm seeing all these comments because things weren't popping up. But they still wanted me to, like, not write for Pathios any longer. They wanted to get me fired. Um, and they were going to make it their their duty to proclaim to all 30 followers of them um, on Twitter that I was this horrible person. Now, I think that is far different than if I were to commit some sort of hate speech or be totally like, hey, I believe this, I believe that gay people shouldn't be allowed to get married. And then they went on Twitter and were like, hey, you're, you're Pathios Progressive, this person's saying this, it's it's harmful. That That's different to me, I think. I think there's a difference between, and of course, you know, the, the lines get blurred on a lot of things. Um, but I think there's a difference between like critiquing or calling out something that's harmful and then swinging the pendulum so far that you don't allow any dissenting opinion about something. Or you just think you've been wronged in some way, so you're going to get someone, like, erased. And I, I don't think it's as bad as some people are saying. You know, it was funny, This uh, there's this rapper from Canada, Tom McDonald, and, like, I will legit say that he can rap, but his message is, like, so beyond ludicrous that I don't know how people take him as seriously as they do. And he's like blowing up. He doesn't even have an agent or a, a management. He doesn't have a label, but he's like blowing up um, independently, which in, in, you know, that's cool. Fine. Um, but like he had, I just found it ironic. Like he had like the number one 
downloaded uh, song on Apple Music or iTunes. Like his his YouTube video for uh, it was either canceled or fake woke or something. He's always like going off on the left. Um, it was blowing up. His songs are blowing up, and and it was like the, his song about being canceled was number one. And it's like, hold on, do you not find the irony in this? Like, if cancel culture was as bad as you're saying, your song about cancel culture would probably not be the number one downloaded song on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> like, you'd be canceled. Um, <laughs> so there is something to cancel culture. There is something to crit- criticizing cancel culture. But if it's as bad as you say, you're probably not going number one. Uh, I mean, let's just be real. I, I, I don't fail to, to, to see the irony in that. So I think sometimes cancel culture, just using that, oh, it's cancel culture, I think it's just a way to say some stupid shit that you want to say. And then when people don't like it, you're like, oh, it's cancel culture. Or if you do some stupid shit and you get fired, like Gina Carano, I guess, said some stupid shit. And Disney fired her from uh, working on The Mandalorian. Uh, I guess I guess a season three is coming out at some point. God, I hope. Um, but it's like that's not. I don't know if I see that as cancel culture. If if a business just decides to fire you, because I mean, like in California, as liberal as we are, we're an at will hire and fire, which means an employer can and can just fire you, can let you go for any reason. Is that cancel? I think that's just a place not wanting you to work there. You can't just say some stupid shit. You you represent a company, and the and or you or a company finds out that you believe some crazy shit, or you're racist or you hate gay people, like they should have every right to hire or fire you because of that. Like if I own a business, or even if I was just like let's say I hired I was trying to hire um, you know a marketer, if I found out he uh believed some crazy shit that I didn't agree with, or that I thought was toxic, and I and I let that and let him go. Am I canceling him? No. Like, go out and fucking... Gina Carano can go get... She got a job already. Like, she, uh, she's going to work for Ben Shapiro or something. God, match made in heaven there. I mean, you if you get fired, it's not cancel. It's not canceling. And, and look, I, I am one who... If cancel culture is as bad as people say it is, I am one who's like, yeah, that's bullshit. Like, to go back in someone's Twitter and be like, hey, this person believed this and that. Um, he shouldn't be allowed. Like, if a comedian tweeted this, Kevin Hart got in trouble a bunch of times. And he's like, yeah, I don't believe that anymore. That was some stupid shit that I said. Okay, great. Like, that, that people should be allowed to grow. Like, all these people who are doing the canceling, what did you believe 10 years ago, 20 years ago, if you're a little older? Probably some stupid shit. And if you go 50 years in the future, they're probably going to look back on what you're saying now and and be like, hey, this person believes some stupid shit. Some anti-whatever. Some backwards-ass, archaic shit. And you're not going to want to be canceled for that. So there has to be... There has to be room for growth. There has to be room for repentance if you want to use Christianese. There has to be room for changing your mind about something stupid that you may have believed in uh in, in back in the day. I mean if I if I look back on my on my Facebook feed and it pops up something that I said five, six, seven years ago, 
It's never like something that I would probably get canceled over, but it's still stuff that I look back and I'm like, oh, I would never say that today. I would never say it in that way, especially. So I bet I bet all these people who are doing the canceling, it's the same thing. We can't we can't grade on a curve of a hundred percent. There has to be grace. There has to be grace because we all fuck shit up. None of us are perfect. And so we can't get into this business of just just going out of our way to look for things that I mean let's say let's say this person who was going on this Twitter tirade about me let's say this person's right and I and I overlooked something that was truly bigoted or like truly like harmful to someone let's say I am the problem let's just say that and I and I fucked this this instance up, and I'm totally in the wrong on this one. Isn't there a space for us to have that conversation? Like 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 person to person, human to human. Put aside your ego, and just have that space to have that conversation. Hey, this is why I was upset. This is what I saw as bigoted. But no, you go on a Twitter tirade as as if as if I. Uh, purposely did something this is what bothers me we read too much intention into what people are doing i mean this person who got mad at me has no idea that sometimes i get on my facebook and there's like a hundred notifications and you don't think for one second that maybe your notification on there for me gets lost in the mix or there's a hundred things i'm doing in the day and your little sub thread kind of gets lost, lost in the weeds. I mean, I don't know some of these people. I mean, I've got thousands of followers. I don't know most of these people. I can't check every notification. I do the best I can. I don't have a team. I don't have admins on my page. I don't have a social marketing or social media marketing team or guru who's running shit for me. Who's able to swat things away? That that on top of Twitter, on top of Pathos, on top of Instagram. People trying to get me on TikTok. I don't even know. TikTok looks bootsy though. It just looks stupid. Like you got to say something in like ten seconds, and then people are scrolling on to the next thing. I mean, I don't, I don't know. So the point being is that there's a lot of shit on my plate, and if I miss something that's on my page that is bigoted like that might happen if someone go i mean i don't know where some of these trolls come from i'm not saying the person who was alleged to be bigoted was actually a troll i don't think they were but if that were the case i don't know where people come from i don't if i if i don't recognize your name on the notifications i'm not i'm not able to see them all we've got to have room for grace we got to have room to to say like hey before before we try to cancel you I just want you to, 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 to know that this hurt my feelings. This is why. Can you explain yourself? Or can, can you give me a, a reason why this happened? How did it look from your side? That's what empathy is. Hey, how did it look from your side? From my side, I, I said, hey, um, hey, man. Like, what the fuck? Why are you coming down to me like this? And he's like, hey, I'm non-binary. And I was like, oh, my bad. Like... I, 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 there was a gaffe. It was a, it was like a, just a, it was a colloquial thing. It was, it's like saying, Hey guys, 
I don't I don't always say that, but I still say that. Hey guys, are you guys ready to go? I say this to my wife and daughter. No guys there. If that offends you, I will I will I will not like double down on that. I'll run it back and be like, hey, uh, them, whatever whatever your pronouns are. I do my best, but we can't hold each other to a hundred percent standard. If I'm almost forty years old, this uh, this they them thing, I'm all for. If that's your like whatever pronouns you want me to call you, I'm gonna call you that. However, if I make a mistake, we can't sit here and 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 serious and and be serious about being a human being and having decency. If we're gonna hold each other to a hundred percent standard, and if you don't get it a hundred percent right, you fail. You're canceled. Like there's no college class where you have to get a hundred percent to pass. It's a hundred percent or fail. Like this is the irony of the whole thing. Gender is non-binary. Sexuality is non-binary. A lot of shit that (laughs) human beings are non-binary. A lot of our experiences non-binary. And then we get to certain things that we can or cannot do, whether in the secular world or the religious world, and it becomes binary again. Or you got to get 100% right or you're canceled. Now again, caveat, it's not as bad as some people say it is. It's not as bad as the right say it is. A lot of the bemoaning cancel culture is just they're pissed that they can't be bigots anymore. <laughs> Let's be real. However, we cannot sit here as as liberals or progressives and and then not give people the benefit of the doubt or any sort of grace at all, even if they fuck shit up a little bit. We can't then become binary when we rightly acknowledge that so much is not binary. We can't hold each other to standards that we ourselves aren't going to be held to. I, I, I don't go to the Bible for uh, as much as I used to, uh, thank the Lord. But Jesus had a great saying about, about sin and how we're to view it. We view our own as a plank and we view others as a speck. And I think the reason we do that is so we don't become judgmental hypocrites. So that we don't end up judging others to a standard that we don't judge ourselves. Because if we're honest, at the end of the day, we probably do shit that we would be embarrassed about, that we'd be canceled over. Maybe any one of us. Canceled by some, again. Canceled by some. The attempt to cancel is, I think, in it's still a fringe thing. None of these people who are bemoaning cancel culture are really getting canceled. How can you be the number one downloaded hip-hop or musician out there in, in, in a week, even if it only lasts a week or two? Because he's not that great. I, I'm big into hip-hop. He's not that great. His hooks are weak. He can't sing. Like, you know, it, it's it's pretty predictable shit. Some of the punchlines are fine. But this Tom McDonald, like, but he's still, like, he's blowing up. How can you be blowing up and also bemoan the thing that would get you canceled? Like, th- his behavior right now should get him canceled if he's correct about what he's complaining about in his songs. So if he's right... He would get canceled, but but he's not being canceled. He's blowing up. So there's there's a disconnect there for me. There's a disconnect. 
It'd be like having a, it'd be like having the number one song out there. If you're a rapper, you'd have the number one song about how no one cares about rap anymore. And like you're a legit rapper, like you got bars, you got flow, you got everything. Have a whole song about how rap, no one likes rap anymore, and have it be the number one song. Like, like, hold on. Well, how is it the number one song then? <laughs> if if you're complaining, you know, so it just it doesn't line up. It doesn't add up. I think a lot of people who are trying to cancel people are fringe people still. I hope it doesn't get to the place where anyone can get canceled for anything. And maybe that's a legit fear that it, that it's like a slippery slope. But that's a, I mean, the slippery slope fallacy it, it comes into play here. I, I, I think, I think we always sort of self-correct as culture. You know, all these comedians that, who got canceled of all the comedians that say shit? Kevin Hart's never been canceled. Like he's, he's got a movie out every, every three weeks. Like I know what they're afraid of is this, you know, not being able to say what they want to say, but the people are still saying what they want to say. Like Dave Chappelle is still saying what he wants to say. I understand people get mad. I understand like large groups of people get mad, but they're still blowing up. Like they're still big. I mean, I do think some people can't take a joke and that's a problem, but I don't think, I don't think that whole movement is to, is getting too much traction. Maybe it will. I don't know. I don't know which direction we're going in. It it seems to ebb and flow. It does seem to ebb and flow. It's like we uh, we start going one direction and then there's the pushback. So I got no problem with pushback on cancel culture. I got I got no problem with that. I just think at the end of the day, it's not as bad as some people like to think. I mean, like this dude who is really this person. See, I did it again. This dude, this person who is trying to get me canceled, it picked up no traction. No traction at all. And so I think that's what a lot is. Ha- a lot of things like that are happening. I think you get a lot of people who don't create shit. They're not creative. Um, they got nothing going. And so they just they just pick at people who are just a little bit above them. In terms of like what they're doing, how much they're creating. Maybe how many, maybe how many followers people have. They just they just go up a up a little level because I don't have a lot of followers on Twitter, and I'm not and I don't give a shit about that. But but other people might, and so they just go after people. Maybe it's jealousy. Maybe it's boredom. Maybe it's not having a hobby. Maybe you're just having a bad day. And so I think there's a lot of that happening, but I don't think a lot of it's picking up traction. I I I simply don't. And then the irony about the whole thing is that you, I mean, the conservative right and the Christian right complain about cancel culture. Like I've said before, y'all invented it. Farewell, Rob Bell. That's cancel culture in a nutshell. Speaking of which, John Piper's son, Abraham Piper, is like going off on TikTok and blowing up. And he is like anti everything that he was raised in the church with. (laughs) And I think it's funny. And so people are trying to get him on the Heretic Happy Hour. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? It's hard. It's harder to get guests than people might think. They just think, oh, you've had everyone else. So oh, people don't care about that, though. I mean, he's doing his own thing, which I'm glad he's doing. I wonder what his dad thinks, though. I pointed out in um, 
in a recent post about uh, Titus chapter 1, verses 6 through 9. And in order to be an elder, your sons or your kids must be believers. And I think it's funny that the church... (laughs) doesn't focus on that one so often. They focus, some churches focus on the divorce one. You have to be uh, married to one person. They focus on that one. They focus on the, uh, in the epistles, the, the anti-LGBT stuff. They focus on the men only must be leaders, but they don't ever focus on, because I knew, I knew people at a church who, uh, you know, the church I grew up in, they didn't allow women to be pastors or elders or whatever. Anti-gay. Couldn't be divorced. But they skip over the passage that says your your kids must be believers. Because I knew a pastor who his kid was an atheist. He was he remained a pastor. I think he's still a pastor. So it's just interesting how... Um, sorry to get sidetracked. <laughs> it's just interesting how in the church... Uh, for as dedicated to the Bible as folks say they are, they cherry pick just like the rest of us. They don't they don't like gay people or, or they're grossed out by gay people, so they cherry pick the the clobber passages there. They're worried about the sanctity of marriage, so they some people clobber other uh, d- uh, people who've been divorced. But I've never heard a pastor admit to you know, hey, if my kids. Don't stay in the faith. I will step down from this church. Or pastors who did have like open atheistic kids. They never stepped down from the church, nor were they pushed to. So I I, I posted about how because of Abraham Piper, that John Piper uh, is he's disqualified from being an elder. He should be canceled. <laughs> Cancel his ass in the most Christian loving way. But but every every culture has its cancellations. Honestly, like this has been going back as long as human beings have been around. I mean, the scapegoating mechanism where we blame one person or one group of people on our problems and we excommunicate them or we kick them out of the community or we kill them or we burn them at the stake, like that is canceling others for the for the sake of our catharsis. And the modern cancel culture, um, when it does happen, is for that. Hey, I, I feel whatever turmoil I or my community has had, I feel better now that we've gotten rid of this one scumbag or this small group of scumbags. So this has been going on for as long, as long, as long as human beings have had culture, had religion, had society. And it's nothing new, and I don't think it's any worse than it's ever been. I really don't. All of the big-name comedians who say whatever the fuck they want to say are still big. The rappers who say what they want to say, even the ones who bemoan cancel culture, are big. Tom McDonald is huge right now, in spite of the fact that he's simply not that great. He's not M. He's not NF. To compare him to white rappers. He ain't no Kendrick. He's no D Smoke. He he's not. It's just, I mean, that's just my subjective artistic opinion. Maybe you like him. I don't know. I'm not gonna say he's terrible. He's not like one of these mumble rappers. But like he's I 
He's aight. I don't like his message. I think it's um, like it's insufferable um, what he talks about. He makes good points every now and then, but it's I'm never going to download any of his songs. Because again, like you can't be number one and and be canceled or complaining about cancel culture. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. Explain I mean, hit me up, please. You know where to find me on Facebook. Go to anchor.fm slash apostates anonymous. There is a send message button. I will get that in my email notifications if you have a response to that. If you disagree, explain to me how it is that you can bemoan cancel culture and have the number one song about cancel culture. Have I mean... It just seems like you should be canceled if you're right. So, I know it's been a little bit of ramble, little ramble bamble today, but we're still we're still moving in. Like I've got a contractor coming. I'm right now. I'm not even recording in my studio slash library slash office because there's no walls. Uh, on well, I mean there's walls, um, but there's like two big openings. It's too loud to record in there. So I'm in my closet. I went back in the closet, y'all. Um, sitting on the floor. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're doing the best with what we've got. But in a couple of weeks, I will have uh, the studio slash library slash office done. And I'm excited about that to have my own space finally. But um, yeah. Um, oh, I, I guess I should make an announcement before I wrap up here. It's not a hard announcement. It's not like a, an official thing, but it is likely that this uh, this little podcast here may uh, be put to the side and retired uh, as soon as uh, Mike, my comrade in life, as soon as his house is done in April, because then we're going to rekindle the bonfire sessions. And the more I think about it, the more I can't, I can't, I don't think I can manage three podcasts. And I really want to start the bonfire sessions up again. And, and the Heretic Happy Hour is not going anywhere, uh, so far as I know. Um, so, but it's okay. I mean, er, here's the thing. Like, every project doesn't have to last forever. My favorite show, The Office, didn't last forever. Things have their, uh, their, their things come and go. There's a time and place for things. A season of cycles and all that kind of good shit. And so if the bonfire sessions indeed comes back and it looks like it is, Mike's feeling good. Um, the house, the house will be done in April, I think. Um, and we're really wanting to restart that again. So if that is the case, um, I will probably put to bed this little thing called the apostates anonymous, but, um, but in the meantime, we'll be, we'll be rolling along. So and I and I'll have an official announcement in the future as things start to uh get closer to April. So thanks again for listening. Thanks for supporting me. Uh honestly like for all the uh for all the hate that I do get, I get at least 10 per hate. Um 10 good things said about me to me. People reaching out, people showing love. Um it's just as human beings the 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 hateful ones stick stick to us, right? I think it's that 10 to 1 thing. We could get 10 compliments. One person calls us ugly and we think we're ugly. Um, so thank you for those who do reach out. Take the time. Be like, hey, Matt, I uh, hope you're doing okay. 
Um, send me DMs, PMs, whatever you want. Slide in my DMs. Is that the phrase? Um, so thank you for those who do, who reach out, who comment, who support. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, double thank you to those who support me financially. Because without y'all, I couldn't actually do this. So uh, appreciate pre- appreciate you all. And if you want to join that team, it's patreon.com slash mjdistefano. Even for a dollar a month, that helps. So uh, big thanks. Love y'all. Talk to you later. Bye.